Marvelous one, as Cub fans, we have seen rebuilds come and go as Bulls fans here in the city of Chicago. We've seen plenty of rebuilds. And for the Bears, it seems it's been a rebuild since 1985. But here on the Sports Cubicle, recently we've had a chance to talk about the Chicago Blackhawks. Not all the nonsense off the ice. Not all the despicable acts we've seen for the organization with the Kyle Beach story. But the roster changing, the team changing, new head coach, new GM, and a whole lot of action at this year's NHL draft. We're here on the Sports Cubicle. It's Dan Marver. It's Devin Tingle. It's Paul Shavari and myself, Mike Mercado. Just last week, we had from the rink.com, uh, Jeff Osborne joined us to talk about the new coach, uh, Luke Richardson, and what was happening with the front office and what the, the regime change and what was going to happen with Jonathan Taze and with uh, Patrick Kane and already the moves they had made and what the future were. But we had no idea, Marvelous One, what the heck was going to happen here. The Chicago Blackhawks traded forward Alex DeBrinkett to the Ottawa Senators for three draft picks, including the number seven overall selection on Thursday night, which they used to select defenseman Kevin Krasinski. Then we also saw that they moved on from Kirby Dock to Montreal, and they were able to get some picks from Montreal. So Marvelous <laughs> One, we see that this is going to be a rebuild. They've said as much that it's going to be a rebuild. And we see the potential lineups coming out. These lines, it's going to be ugly for those who are in love, still love, still following, trying to get back to liking the team and the West side in yeah. the sport on the rink. You saw all this madness happen. You see the reports. You see the breaking news. Too little, too late. Probably <laughs> on time. Where, where, where are we with, with the Blackhawks right now? Well, first of all, we're entering the Luke Richardson era. And I believe it's a good thing that he previously coached in the American Hockey League because he'll be coaching an American Hockey League team here <laughs> in Chicago, essentially. <laughs> and, you know, it's a funny thing about hockey. Uh, the, the If you talk about what the Cubs did, they traded players for, young, you know, for unproven youngsters and draft picks, which is kind of what the Blackhawks did here. But the difference is, is I'm thinking of a few years ago, there was an expansion team in Las Vegas, the Vegas Golden Knights. What did they do in their first year? They got to the Stanley Cup Finals. So I, I can't imagine that happening in baseball or football on an expansion team or even basketball. But in hockey, it's possible because it's happened. So <laughs> and I, the key is, I mean, there they got you know players that either were, were for salary issues or, you know, or cast-offs or what have you. But the, the thing was is that they won in their first year. And the, the funny thing is, is you know who their goalie was. <laughs> he was he was a goalie that happened to be with the Blackhawks last year until they traded him to Minnesota. And he was the key, <laughs> and he was he was the key to the whole thing, the flower. But uh so I think that that they're doing the right thing in terms of the future, since they've committed to the future, not the present, clearly. And um you know, in terms of, of, of all that, I just wonder what happens with, with uh, Taves and Kane now. I mean, the, the, they, they might as well get something for them, but they still can. So, I mean, taking this perspective as a Cubs fan, I, I always thought that your window is, it's fluid. You may say you think you have a five-year window. It's whatever you are that season and however you are that season, because anything can happen. I think for the Blackhawks, that 15 season was great. You look who they beat. They beat the team of then their 
generation and those Tampa Bay Lightning. Mm-hmm. It took a lot out of those Blackhawks team. Those two, those, that Blackhawks team went to wars in the Western Conference. They put their body through hell to win those three Stanley Cubs. We didn't see Jonathan Tays for so long for so many different seasons already. He's just been gone with concussions and other illnesses. And God bless him. We know he wants to get back on the rink. Patrick Kane, say what you will about him on or off the ice as a guy. One of the best talents we've ever seen. One of the best American talents we've ever seen. What we saw with Duncan Keith and Brent Seabrook. And you just go down the list. And it didn't hurt that you had Joe Quinville as your coach. While all this is going on, they do have all that ne- negativity going on in their it, 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 with the Cal Beach situation. And it's just fascinating how it's kind of trickled down to this point. And I think that as Cuff fans, when you see these rebuilds happen, you'd rather be a year early than a year late. I think that's one thing Chicago fans need to understand. Because even though we're a championship city as a sports fandom, we've seen a lot of great teams. We fall in love with players. We fall in love with try-hard players. We overvalue players here in this city more than anybody else. Maybe Pittsburgh might be more than, than this city That when it comes to doing that. The Blackhawks should have moved on and rebuilt a long time ago. Patrick Kane, as much as I would love to see him break all the American records here in Chicago, break every Blackhawks record, the fact remains is if you want to win another Stanley Cup, if you don't want to wait another 50 years, before you win one, you have to pull the trigger. And I think you don't have any value with Jonathan Taze anymore. So that ship has sailed. What are you going to get for Jonathan Taze? Patrick Kane can help a team win in the NHL right now. But as Jeff Osborne told us last week, the league kind of changed a little bit from when the Blackhawks were winning Stanley Cups. And you have to now adjust to the way the league is playing. It's the same thing in the NBA and the same way in the NFL. If you're not with the current If you're not able to be a big super beast of a team that also flies up and down the the rink and has four great lines like Tampa Bay and Colorado, you're not winning. And you can't disguise weaknesses on your team because you have greatness on every single line with at least one player like the Blackhawks did. You need to have a complete roster. And I think that's what this team wasn't able to do, whether it was contracts, whether it was with injury, whether it was because of the, the emotional ties to these players. But I think the Blackhawks are ripping the Band-Aid off finally. And I wish they would have done it a long time ago. But I'm also not going to sit here and pretend like I'm this diehard Blackhawks fan and that it doesn't affect me the same way it does somebody who watches every single game. I, you and I were right here. It, I may have gotten to the end to, to it faster when it came to the Cubs being broken up than the rest of us on the show. That didn't mean it didn't suck when Chris Bryan was finally let go. It doesn't mean it's going to suck when Wilson Contreras goes. That doesn't mean it's going to, it's not going to suck when Patrick Kane is wearing a different sweater. But if you want to be great again, you got to do it. They can't even do it right with Duncan Keith. He spent 16 of his 17 seasons in Chicago and they get a massive salary cap penalty of 5.5 million in 22, 23 and 1.9 million in 23-24. So, I mean, I, I don't understand the math of that, but you had three Stanley Cups, two Norris trophies, and a Conn Smythe with the Blackhawks, and it'll be 39. So that, that's one thing, you know. And even the – I talk about uh, one of some of the moves they made in the past. I mean, you look at one of the better players in the league that they let go for basically nothing, and his name is Artemi Panarin, mm-hmm. and he was traded to Columbus. And, you, and, and what did they get? Well, they got Brandon Saad, Anton Forsberg, and a draft pick by trading him along with Tyler Mott. So, and he's one of the best players in the league now. So, it's it's just that I guess maybe 
they just made some bad moves and bad math moves. It looks like <laughs> with with uh, you know Keith. So I, I don't get it. But that's the I guess the previous administration. But the current administration is clearly all in for being a loser for now, and uh, <laughs> and we'll see what happens down the road. I mean, for for whatever reason, it appears to me as though even with the the teams that were winning, it was it's so important to have a elite goalie, honestly. Mm. And Crawford was that um, through the Stanley Cup era. And uh, now they really don't have one. They, like I say, they, they, I don't know, even, I can't even see, see who their goalie is going to be for sure this year. So I would, that, that's a move they need to make. They need to get a good backstop to, you know, to, to, to take the 50 shots a game or whatever it's going to be, yeah. you know, with this current group. So, um, you know, that, that's, that's the one I'm worried about with regard to the Blackhawks. And, now, I mean, I remember, of course, the old, the old uh, 16 league, you know, up until 67 when they doubled for 12. And now, what is there, 32 teams? Now, they've added Seattle. It's, it's, I mean, I can't, you know, I used to be able to name half the players in the league back then, you know, and, and, and on a Saturday night, they'd be in Boston or New York and Montreal. And then a Sunday night in Chicago was back to back home and home. And obviously, everything's eventually about money. You talk about, you know, money in college football. I mean, it's, everything's about money. So in, in hockey, it's the same thing. And uh, I just think that, uh, you know, it, it, to me, it's easier to move up more quickly, like I stated earlier, in the NHL and some of the other professional sports. But uh, I don't think that that's going to happen with the Blackhawks. Uh, again, anytime soon, who's going to get to a championship final first, the Blackhawks or the Cubs. That would be a good race. <laughs> Ooh, let us know on Twitter at Sports Cubicle TV which rebuild ends up with a championship faster, the Chicago Bears, Chicago Cubs, or the Chicago Blackhawks. And you bring up the Blackhawks, how fast it could be in the NHL. I mean, one through eight, including those play-in teams, you get a lucky bounce on the rink. The ice is a little too sloshy in Florida. Yeah. Your goalie isn't on his, uh, playing on his head or is. Yeah. You can get to the Stanley Cup, and that's the difference between hockey, the NFL, and the rest of the sports. You're right. able to turn around an entire team fast, and if you're able to get hot, you can become the LA Kings or the Philadelphia Eagles. You could go from an eight seed all the way to winning a championship. But, but the Blackhawks want to do this long term, and I'm the only thing I would tell Blackhawks fans for this season, maybe next season, but this season specific, they're going to tank so hard because there is so much depth. In the following NHL draft, from all the reports from all the smart people who play a sport where you have ice, where you have knives on your feet on the hardest surface on earth. So I take their opinion very well when it comes to seeing the scouting on this crazy talent. And that's what the Blackhawks need. We saw that they they drafted the defenseman. So you know that they're trying to get bigger. They're trying to get faster on the defensive side of things. I'm interested to see how the fans respond to this. Because I think the Blackhawk fans knew that it was time to really restart this. They had a bad taste from Bowman and Quinville when it comes to all the news that came out. They The way it ended so unceremoniously with so much drama between players in the locker room, like there, there was a time to move forward from, from a lot of this. And I'm interested and in, I want to know what you think about this one, Marvelous. Are the fans going to follow? The diehards will. But this city had, the, the Blackhawks had the city in the palm of their hand. They earned it. They, the city showed them love. Will they follow for the next few years, even if they get the number one draft pick next year? Yeah. Well, I think that the history would indicate that they'll still uh, fill the arena. Uh, they've had some bad years and the, and the attendance was still pretty good. May not be a complete sellout with overflow standing room only. But the thing to remember about the NHL, you talk about the playoffs, 
you really need to focus on the teams like Colorado, St. Louis, you know, Minnesota, and your own division, because in the first round, and two in most cases, you'd be playing teams with Nashville within your own division. That's the way it's structured. In other words, if there's a wild card, you might end up playing somebody from the West, but typically you'd be playing, you know, the teams from your own division right away. In Colorado, it was the elite team this year. And uh, so, you know, you got to look at perhaps modeling yourself somehow after the teams that are successful in your own division, because if you, if you can win two rounds against teams in your own division, you're, you're moving along pretty far in the playoffs. And, and even Tampa Bay this year was not the best record in, in their division. Florida was, you know, so that's how that worked. And when you mention teams like the LA Kings and the, I believe it was the Philadelphia Flyers. Oh, sorry. The, uh, the Eagles. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. The, 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 I, I beat the Flyers. I, I don't, yeah. Oh, back in the day. I yeah. think now yeah. I don't think they're elite teams at this yeah, point. That's, yeah. what, that's what, that's where I was a little puzzled. Yes. No, no. I don't think either one made the playoffs this year. (laughs) But think about that. Like, that's the frustrating thing. This is why I understand this. I'm glad you brought that up. It's the frustrating part that fandom does go through. You can win. You can be in it. You You don't have to be the LeBron James. It's not the NBA. Yeah. I think it's just sometimes um, you, you, you go because you've gone in the past. I mean, I know people. That actually continue to go to the Paul basketball games. Oh man, Marvel. <laughs> I wonder who who that is, huh? Even though they, even though they 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 haven't they haven't won much in fifty years, except for a short period in the early two thousands. Shout out to Quigley who won the three point contest in the WNBA. Yeah, though. right. She's yeah, a beast, so man. All star. Yeah, all star. Sky are good. The sky yeah. are good this year again too. People better yeah. watch out, Candace. Candace, yeah. we got to do a top five list of all time Chicago ballers, and Candace is yeah. going to be up there too. By the way, definitely. So. But, uh, you know, back back to the one team that isn't balling in the Blackhawks, the the fans coming back. I think you're right. There's there's crazy fandom. It's a big city. It's a beloved team. It's an original team. I I guess I want to end it on this one for for right now, because we don't know what the future brings. But if you had to to bet five bucks, bet (laughs) bet bet a coffee. Mm -hmm. Patrick Kane finished the season with the Chicago Blackhawks. Mm. What is this contract status? That they, point. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think there would be a factor. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if he's coming up. Like we can look it up, but if, but I think that there would be a factor if he's coming up to be a free agent or even Taves, and you know, might as well trade him. You know, that would be my view. But we'll study that because I didn't uh, prep on the, the contract status of Kane or Taves. So that would be the key question, I think. But yeah. I'd say he'll probably be moved. If I, I were to guess, at, right in 2014, now, yeah. he signed an eight-year deal. Okay. So, so we, next, I think we are coming year. up to it. Okay. Well, oh, yeah, probably a goner. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so too. I think he's the more likely of the two to be gone. I think Jonathan Tays. I, I, I believe that this might be the farewell yeah. farewell tour. I think this yeah. might be the un, un the untold. Hey, yeah. go watch Jonathan yeah. Tays this year because I don't think he's coming back next year. No, Tays will have to they'll have to figure out what kind of lower body injury he's had. or upper body injury upper body injury yeah yeah other ways to say concussion and covid but god you know what again we all had our speculation and he opened up to us a lot but these i think at the end of it when we're talking about the blackhawks and that core that won three stanley cups the reason why it did crash and burn is because they played so hard for joe quinville for bowman for everybody in that front office like they gave it their all they gave it all for their city and they won three stanley cups but that's the price to pay in we'll see if they're able to bounce back but we want to know your thoughts what did you think blackhawks sending 
a, a 40 goal scorer two out of three seasons, like a great in the Brinkin and then Kirby Doc heading to Montreal. I want to know your thoughts. You upset, frustrated. Did you see it coming? What did you think about the Blackhawks being so aggressive at this year's NHL draft? We're on Twitter at Sports Cubicle TV. It's the marvelous one, Dan Marver. It's Devin Tingle. It's Paul Shivari. I'm Mike Mercado. 